two senseis and a casual. What's up, everybody? I'm the host, Brandon, aka B Weezy, and it'd be the same cast that wouldn't listen to my demo. Now <laughs> they won't, they ass in my limo. <laughs> he back, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's back. What's up? It's your boy, Gerard. Okay. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I was like, did he lag out? <laughs> well, I'm Drew, A Day the Name, and Congratulations, guys, because episode 50 is going to be flames. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Two senseis in a casual. Woo. Pretty solid, man. Yeah, man. Before we go any further, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. We are on Apple, Spotify, Google, and Anchor. Uh, all of our links in one spot. Shout out to Giraffe for the link tree. All of our links are there. And also be sure to follow us on Instagram at 2hiphopsenseis, period A, period casual. Um, we appreciate all the love and support. And if you're real, really loyal, as always, be sure to tell a friend, to tell their friends about our podcast. We can be friends. Man, episode 50. And you know what's crazy? Monday actually will mark our one-year anniversary of starting the show. That's oh, crazy. <laughs> Drew, I know you wanted to mention because it was episode 50, but I was saving the fact that our anniversary is going to be Monday. Sorry I blew the load. So no, you didn't. You didn't. You actually uh prompted a good question. Some of our favorite laughs, uh, or favorite moments. So I don't know. I, when you asked me that, I just more so am looking back at like what I guess I pictured having this idea and seeing if you guys be down to try it. But I don't think I pictured <laughs> in my model's dreams being able to interview people like Sir Foster or mm-hmm. DJ Galaxy or the fact that all of us have like friends or people we didn't even know reach out to us messing with the pod people wanting to hear us discuss certain things like having a platform that people look forward to on a weekly basis and the few weeks that we didn't put out anything people were like oh man when's the new episode coming out where y'all been man we look this waiting so I think that's honestly the dopest moment. Um, yeah, man, just the amount of music I listened to last year, I guess, and just continue to be on this journey with music, bro. It's been it's been amazing. All of our lives have changed drastically since we started the pod, whether it's getting a house, having a baby, like, bro, it, it's crazy. So I'm just thankful, man, thankful. And, and it still just surprises me, the fact that people take time to listen to a product that we create. So I, I can't thank our listeners enough. That, that's my takeaway. Yeah, I, I just think back, like you said, this whole year and everything that we accomplished, like, and we said, you know, the goal was to get to 50 and expand from there. But it's crazy how how we got to 50 and all the things that we've endured. Like, I'm just so happy that we, that Brandon came up with this idea and we decided to start it. I think back to our episode where, uh, CLB and Donda came out and just him and y'all go back and forth. Like that. That was, that was like the pinnacle of like, we have been waiting for that since like we started the show when it was, it was known that they was both going to be dropping an album. So the real well, heat was in the group chat when we were arguing then would be here right. the intro. We he was just like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to listen to this. And <laughs> Oh no, the intro was ass. No, it was, it was, it was still, oh man, we won't get into it, but yeah, no. Drew, what, what, what you think, man? It gave me a reason to listen to music again every week. Like, 
there were so many times where artists would come out and I was like, I don't want to listen to that shit, you know, but now I'm hearing some of these artists. I'd never thought it like young thug. I go back to him. Like (laughs) punk blew me away and I'm astonished by that. Yeah. I just love it for the music aspect. Talking to you guys. It helps with weekly, like therapy, like B always says, you know, it's nice. It's nice to just talk for a bit, right? Get it off your chest, whatever you're feeling, you know, the laughs therapeutic man it's like i mean i play the game but it's like just being able to talk your shit and you know the stuff we when we was all going through stuff with life man just being able to laugh it off a little bit and be able to share that we all go through stuff but drew you mentioned therapy man i know one thing i talked about was an episode focused on therapy and mental health that's still something i want to do it's still something i'm setting a goal for for 2022 i know we had uh, some good interviews lined up, but you know, someone asked me recently what I think my purpose is, and I think it's to let men know like it's okay sometimes to not be okay, or it's yeah. okay to talk to a therapist. So that's gonna be something I further build on, and we'll integrate a little bit into the show at some point in the future. So for sure, it yeah. helps, man. It's just fun. Like I just, I just love like random moments too in the group chat, just talking shit or like making a quick laugh or stuff like that uh, Dude, we talk every day like yeah. every day like even when i'm in the hospital like y'all we'll talk every day like no this has become a big part of my of my life shit every weekend at some point on saturday or sunday or friday even sometimes like it's gonna happen man it's it's yes i'm thankful i'm super thankful for this podcast we need to go back and do one of those thursday night sessions again because the vibes are crazy on thursday during the week it's something it's something different during the week it's just like especially like you said thursday because you know friday coming up so you be extra turn yeah i mean even during the week remember when we did the friday and we had the verses like Mm -hmm. that that was was oh we got to do another one of those definitely got to do another one of those man that was lit um, but yeah, fellas, episode 50, and here's to 50 more at least. Here's to 50 more, fellas. Give me a hell yeah! Did you guys have any show <laughs> expectations versus reality? Like, what you thought the podcast would be like, and then what it's actually become? Like, when you when you guys agreed to try it out, like, what did you expect? Uh, I didn't know it would last this long, if I'm gonna yeah. be real. Yeah. Uh, I think everybody thinks that at first, but I don't know, I feel like... The first few episodes, if you listen back now, the chemistry is like it's there, but it's not at the same time, like right. talking over each other and shit. But like now when we talk over shit with each other, it's because we're like passionate about some, you know, just yeah. want to get our thoughts off. But yeah, I, it, it's fun, man. And yeah. I want to thank you guys for letting me rant sometimes in that chat when I uh, get a little <laughs> toasted at night and, you know, just want to just want to vent a little bit. Maybe it's 13 texts in a row, but yeah, it's fun. I love it. No, yeah, the same as Drew. Like, I didn't know how long it would last. But like you said, the first few episodes, just trying to get a feel of, like, you know, just where we fit in, you know, like what we bring to the to the table. Like, we had, and we just got to got used to, like, you, like, setting the tone, you know, Drew adding his, what he does, and me adding what I do. And then you realize that it's the perfect puzzle and it fits. So, yeah, it's this is godsend, really. Like. I I want to I want to tell B too. Thanks for letting me take over the reins of uh, editing because I fucking never knew I loved it as much as I would. It brought out like a fun passion that I didn't know I had. I want to thank you for taking that over because <laughs> no problem. That looked, it, 
that lifted between having to use uh the the tool anchor to edit and then it was those times where i would edit it and go to save it and then it failed and mm-hmm. then i had to start over i i yeah no you did a lot for my Thank blood you. pressure so i appreciate <laughs> you um and yeah you t- i think that take i think that took the show to another level so yeah for sure I was talking to Bones one day about it, and I was like, dude, I didn't know I liked editing that much. He's like, it's kind of, in, in that way, it's therapeutic as well. I don't know what, it's something about just, like, hearing every little thing, you know? And just, no, I, I, when I would edit and have to listen, or, like, when it wouldn't save, and I would have to, like, redo it multiple times, and you listen to the show multiple times, by the time I was done, I didn't want to listen to the episodes anymore. It's like when an artist <laughs> makes a song, by the time it's, like, finally out some of them are tired of it because they just redid it over and over and have to do certain parts. So no, it's done a lot. Um, and everybody has a, a part that they play like Gerard and those stories that nobody on this earth knows as if he was in the room when these deals was going down. Like that's Gerard does all of our research. That's <laughs> <what I'm laughs> that. Drew and his editing. Um, you know, I, I, you guys, like I said, just thankful for you guys and thankful for the people that are listening. So be people yeah, still tell me you're a phenomenal host, so so don't don't be too humble. He really is. No, no, I appreciate that, and it's funny because you know we we go to school and we get these jobs a lot of time that have nothing to do with our fucking majors. So this is <laughs> reminding me kind of what I went to school for, you know, passionate about so electronic media. No man, it's, I'm just thankful. All right, so. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I probably shouldn't even do this, but you know what? I'm real with our audience, so here we go. I want to ask y'all. Gerard already knows. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Would y'all be willing to get a massage if the masseuse was a man? Come on, man. What are we talking about? Are you <laughs> confident enough in your sexuality to you know what? allow a man, and, and I'm asking this question, Drew, take a little bit to, to think of your answer. I've thought about it before. <laughs> old, old me says, hell no, absolutely not. I need woman, beautiful hands caressing this beautiful mahogany skin, right? I just, I, I don't think I could have a man rub on me. And so I called this massage place. I went to this massage school that was highly recommended. And they offer massages for $40. I let it go for about $40. $40? The massage school basically $40. $40, bro. <laughs> Classic. $40. But for the $40, you get a real massage hour long. And the only thing is really you get massaged by a senior that's about to graduate and basically fine-tuning their massage <laughs> skills for before they graduate. So call the place. I said, hey, I would like a massage tomorrow. They said, oh, okay. Uh, do you prefer a male or female masseuse? I said, female. <laughs> said, okay. They said, hmm, we don't have any female masseuse for tomorrow, but we have a male masseuse. So, guys, as you know, I've been through a lot with my body. You know, I'm just trying to make sure I'm doing everything possible to get back to the old me if not better right (laughs) so for everything they said i'm going through they said massages will help acupuncture will help so i'm like you know what i want a massage but am i man enough to allow a man to massage me so i have friends uh jerry who's listened to episodes my dog um he swore by a male masseuse at one point (laughs) he said the male masseuse was just able to you know 
get he certain, good in certain <laughs> spots and the strength that he needed. So he was all for it. Uh, my boy Derez said that he got a masseuse. I think they might have went to the same one at one point. So I'm like, you know what? I remember Little Junior. Shout oh, out man. Shout out to Little Junior, man. <laughs> but, uh, so I'm like, you know what? Give me, give me the massage with the male therapist, man. I, I, you know what? I'm confident in myself. You know, I, I'm, hey, it ain't nothing. Then I get there. And I get there. I'm like, all right. I just hope this guy is white or like a foreigner. Because if he black, I just feel like... You know, me and the brother, I just feel like that's going to make it even more awkward. Like, you know, I feel like I could, if he ain't black, you know, which I know is going to sound awful. Y'all going to look each other in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like I could play it off a little bit, right? So I'm waiting. Dude come around the corner. Black as hell. And his name is Doug. I'm going to be your therapist for the day, man. I'm like, oh, shit. Not only is a dude, he black. So now it's like. The Doug we're looking for is a white. All right, I go to the room. He's like, you know, you got any trouble spots, man? You got any areas? Really? No, no, come on, man. I'll be your dog. So all the time when you ask these questions, it's always been a lady asking me. I'm like, you know, yeah, like my hips, like my, you know, my shoulders, my glutes. He asked me, and I'm like, uh, you know, I uh, my one shoulder, you know, kind of bad, but you know, that's that's really. In my mind, I'm hurting everywhere. I really wanted my glutes work though. Now I'm like, I, I can't tell them I want my ass rubbed. No, so I can't tell them my hips. I don't know if I'm comfortable enough, right? <laughs> so we get in there. I'm like, hey man, I'm gonna be real with you. I ain't never got massaged by a man, but I've been in so much pain. You know, I'm willing to do whatever it takes for me to feel better, right? So I don't know how it's gonna go, but I just, I just wanted to let that be known, right? Fellas, I ain't gonna lie. That might have been the best massage. <laughs> I got home and told my sister, like, hey, my bro, hey, my boy Doug got me right. I just got another appointment with him, bro. I can't wait for him to put his hands on me again. Cause it was just certain things he was able to do that I've never had in a massage before, right? Like, 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 like he was able to like sometimes they put the thing under your legs. Like put him in a press. Hey. <laughs> lift my body up and just put the put the thing under my legs where I had to do too much moving. Oh, know, he, man. he just he he was so caring and, and like just just <laughs> and it just took an element out of the massage that usually you gotta worry about. I just Shout out to my boy Doug. He actually told me about uh I'm gonna butcher this, but it's like, is it Kenny out Ken Kenology? Kinesiology. Kinesiology tape. Yeah. He said if I use that, it'll help me even more with the blood circulation. As I mentioned, the blood stasis. He said if I bring some to the next appointment after he gets done rubbing me down, he'll put some on me so I can see the benefits of it. So I'm like, Doug, you know what? He said he has some in his car. But for legal reasons, he couldn't go out and bring some into the facility. So I'm like, hey, Doug, I don't want you to break no rules. I don't want you to get in trouble. So I'm just get some for the next time. I'll bring it to you. So after you get done working me over, then you can throw the tape on. We'd be good. But, Drew, I feel like you've been judging me this whole time I've been telling you. No, no, no. <laughs> but Before you even asked, I was going to think, like, who knows your body better than another guy? Like, elbow, but see, I don't like too rough of a massage. So I think the next time I go, I'm gonna tell Doug, you know, hey, when you get the calves, can you be a little lighter? Cause you know, it ain't really that much, you know, 
it just it was a little painful. But hey, yeah. you got to teach them how to touch you, B. It's Man, okay. Yeah, it was the first hey. time. So you it's know, like right. it's the first up. time you got to ease into you these. Gotta things. Ease you got to ease into You got to build up, you know, build up chemistry. You got to yeah. build that chemistry. Yeah. It's yes. like any other first time, bro. You got to let him know what you like. Right. And then, you know, maybe it's something. Y'all got to learn. Y'all got to learn each other. We yeah. got to learn each yeah, other. Man. So so the next time I go and see Doug, I know we gonna, it's going to be, because the first time was up here. Yeah. But that next time, he going to take oh. it to a whole nother <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah. I, I'm excited. Yeah. For <laughs> like, I wish it feels a way for me to have Doug put hands on me today. I would be like, you know what? Do your thing, Doug, because I trust you. And yeah. at the end of the day, Man or woman, you got to be able to trust your massage yeah. therapist because hey, and it starts with communication because you told him, Hey, come on, listen, this is what on. I like. Doug. Touch me like this. Doug. Touch my body. Doug. Doug. Don't, don't hesitate, like, Doug. Don't be shy on them glutes. Get <laughs> there, Doug. Don't so be shy on the glutes. It sounds like you are feeling a lot better. <laughs> I'm feeling a lot better. Shout out to Doug. Shout out to my <laughs> acupuncturist. I'm man. seeing a chiropractor Monday, uh -huh. man. You got to nice. do, and on a serious note, I know I did a lot of joking, um, but you have to do everything within your control to, to to really make sure your health is top level. So through all this shit that I've been through, I've gotten a new doctor. If you have a doctor that you really don't enjoy or you feel like he's not listening to you, understand you can get a new fucking doctor. They work for you. Make sure that yeah. you're taking care of what you eat. I've switched my eating uh, completely. I've cut out dairy altogether, which was something I never, I'm lactose intolerant. I should have been eating dairy in general, but I've cut <laughs> that out. Um, really making sure I've went to whole foods and gotten organic vegetables and fruit and really trying to increase my intake, but not to act like I'm trying to coach anybody on life. Cause I'm not, but for real, like through all of this, if you don't have a good doctor switch and get another one, um, make sure you're getting massages, make sure you're prioritizing your mental health. Get a therapist if you need to talk to someone. Reach out to good friends. If you don't have good friends, replace them with better ones. Make mm. sure you have people that's checking on you that really care. I can't tell you guys. Drew has offered me numerous times. I haven't taken him up on it, but he's offered to drop off things at the hospital, offer to drop off food at my house if I need it. Gerard has checked in on me, asked me how I'm doing mentally when I was at my lowest points. Like, Understand if you don't like certain shit about your life or if you're doing bad with your health, Continue if it takes a third, fourth, fifth opinion. You know your body better than anybody else. If anybody tells you something is okay, you know it's not, fuck them. Go to somebody else. Like, understand you are in the power and control of your health. You, we, I mean, I know it's cliche, but we don't know if there's another life. Like, this could very possibly be your only one. So, if you want to maximize that, know that you are in the power and control of all things when it comes to your health. So, that was a little preachy, but for real, man, through all the shit I've been through. Shout out to the doctors that have helped me, that have listened to me, not judged me. Um, alternative health doctors that have heard some of my weird ass symptoms and told me like, this is what's going on. So shout out to them, man. I mean, I, I can't thank them enough. And shout out to my friends like you, Jirai, like you, Drew. I appreciate y'all for real. Gotcha, buddy. We love you, bro. It's all love. Yeah, man, that was, uh, I hope, Drew, you 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 appreciate I, that being included. I, I'm using this for the whole bonus clip, man. This is just <laughs> no, Drew, this has to, Drew's got to go at the beginning, bro. I don't Dude. know how you're going to do it because people I may not it, listen man. to it if it's the bonus. I won't, yeah. I feel like if this starts off the you show. You got to go on the front. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe our intros and doing that. And only if it flows. If it doesn't flow well, Drew, feel free. Uh, I trust flow. you. But I think oh, we'll this is a good flow. start, man. This is make episode 50 bang. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs>
yeah, let's let's get into some of our, our material for the episode, man. We, we got a few things to discuss, but I wanted to start off with a question for both of y'all that I didn't tell you guys about. So no pressure. You have to choose one song to accurately depict the perfect mm. hip-hop song. Oh, boy. Just one. I'll start it off with the song that I recently discovered just does something to my soul. So I'm going to go with Freeway, What We Do, featuring Jay-Z and Benny Siegel, because you have a great sample, you have bars, you have great pace, you have great features with, again, Jay-Z, Benny Siegel. But I don't know if y'all ever seen that video. They played it, I think, at a at a, at a Philadelphia 76ers game. Yeah. And <laughs> All the time, yeah. They, they pan around the, the crowd, and it's just some fans. You got fans that's having fun. <laughs> But then you got fans that's like rapping from deep in their soul, right? They like. If my sneaks start leaning and the heat stop working, then my heat start working. I'ma rob me a person, catch a nigga sleeping while he out in the open, and I'ma get him. We gotta raise our kids while we live and make You know, if I ever go broke, I'ma rob somebody. You know, like a woman was rapping in the crowd, she was pointing like through her hood on, started. <laughs> Bro, this is what hip hop is all about, man. Like they started off showing Freeway, who was rapping the song, but it was people in the in this crowd like going harder than he was. So every time I listen to that, I think of that moment at that game and how everybody in the crowd was just into it, and it just uplift my spirits, man. So that would be my choice if I had to choose a song off the top of the dome for what perfectly you know depicts hip hop hip hop culture that's a great question that's a really good question i've yeah. never really thought about it like that i'm trying to think no pressure i'll give you guys a little bit more time cuz i know that is uh you know uh, a hard question to answer just one but another one um that i came across this week is uh 93 to infinity man i just mm. i don't know if you, you guys remember that song souls mm-hmm. of mischief but yeah. of course dude, like that's uh, that's the album I talked about. Yeah. Um, where the, the guy at the dispensary tried to pay in that not CD. Oh, yeah. Okay, not all connected. <laughs> so somebody posted that on Twitter, I think, and said like that was their song. Um, that's that beat, that beat is tough though. That's yeah. like one of my favorite beats ever though. Like yeah, um, I would say mine's is off the top of the dome. Probably more money, more problems. Notorious B.I.G. Because when you think about it, like um, th- there's a classic sample of the Diana Ross. I'm coming out, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like behind it, and then uh, you got the Puffy Mace and um, Biggie. Like so, I think that. And then like when you spell out the B I G P O P P A, no one flowed. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's not that fire. That's fire. I was thinking, I don't know why it popped in my head, but like a song that's like perfect beat, it's clean, great features, like two guys going back to back is two of America's most wanted. I, I was thinking that one too. I, was I don't know why that, that popped in my head. It was like that just screams hip hop to me. No, that beat is one of my favorites. Uh it's some lines from that song that you will just rap randomly, right. man. Like I'll be in the car like picture perfect. I painted perfect picture. I I was just about to say that. I was just like, That's the boy. Um, <laughs> or sometimes I just find myself around the house, like when I'm about to leave, and I'll just be like, 
I'm up out of here. Up out of there. <laughs> the beat just, ain't so far. Got hit the bay head bounce and then you're bit. going to a party too like it's just no when that beat when that beat drop you just gotta like everybody instantly turn into snoop act like they can hit the crit walk real quick bro that song is amazing it's funny when you say that when you say when you say i'm up out of here because one of my lines when i go to work is like you do when you job every day you so the next time y'all leave the house, just say to yourself quietly, just body. Body. That's, what, that's what you gotta do, man. Those are really good. Those are, you know what? All three of those combined are just hip hop. That's great. I'm gonna have to pose this question on our social media too, just to see. Like, it's, it's really hard to pick one song, though. It really is. Yeah, man. Actually, it just reminded me. I did pose a question on social media, and I'm gonna look for that. But Drew. Uh, we're going to pivot real quick, and great job with your answers, guys. Uh, Drew, you recently went to a concert, so yeah. I want to give you some time to talk about that concert because you had a good time, it seems like. We had a great time. Uh, the uh, the substances were flowing. That's all I'll say. I won't get too much into it. But the me and Mariah were talking last night because I was like, hey, what are our notes for the pod? I want to I wanna really dig into Tyler. Tyler was phenomenal. Everything else before Tyler was ass. And it was kind of disappointing that Callie Uchis girl I, I told you guys about. I was texting you. I was going to say you didn't like her? She was terrible? Bro. Damn. We, so, like I said, the lights went out. People started losing their minds. And then the lights came on. She's on pole on the, like, she's on stage on a stripper pole. And I'm like, this ain't Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, like, how is she getting this huge of a reaction? And uh, we're sitting there and I'm just like tweaking at the moment. I'm like, what is going on? I was like, where's Tyler? And she comes out and she, it's in all in another language. And it took us like 10 minutes to realize it. And we just looked at each other like, what is going on right now? And Oh no, them substances definitely was flowing. No, bro, it definitely took out two minutes. Yeah. Well, you know, over the loudspeakers, it's hard to tell sometimes words, especially if you don't know an artist. You're trying to figure out what the words are, but like little girls are crying and shit, losing their minds. And I looked at Mariah's like, now would be a great time to go get some drinks, go get some food, go look at merchandise. So we walked out and oh, not to mention, right when we walked in, we were probably an hour late but right when we walked in vince staples was already going i'm like come on like i miss vince staples twice now in concert so i'm kind of upset about that wait an hour late well we knew like you know doors were at 7 30 we're like no nobody's going on like right around eight ish so we got there at 8 30 and he was already on and then uh the cali uchis girl came on after him i was like it's kind of it's kind of a weird lineup i thought vince would be bigger than her but she's mm-hmm. not and um yeah so we go to we go to look at merchandise and shit go and get food dude the merchandise is horrible for tyler i thought it'd be some nice because he's got that lafleur gang wolf gang shop now or whatever yeah i thought it'd be some fire gear and it's just like someone took his logo from the album and just hand pressed it onto a shirt real quick it was kind of cheap so disappointed about that got back to our seats tyler came out started right away from the intro to um call me if you get lost uh sir Baudelaire, and just from there took took you on a journey throughout the whole album man and just it was awesome it was awesome to see that what i really enjoyed about tyler seeing him now is his cadences like 
he has perfected being a showman when he's on stage. Like he'll, the end of a song will come and he'll start chopping it up with the beat. The lights will go. He'll like close his eyes. The lights will go out. He's like, he's perfected it. He's great. He's a showman now. And, um, he'll stop sometimes and start interacting with the fans. And that's where the show got real fun. Cause it was like a little comedy show too. So, um, he, uh, he was on stage and somebody was screaming at him in the front row and you can't hear from where we were. And he was just like, this girl wants me to read a book. And they flash to the crowd and this girl's like holding a book in her hand and she passes it forward. And Tyler looks at it. He's like, the fuck? He's like, the echo maker by Robert, whatever. He's like, let's read this real quick. So he, flips it over. <laughs> he flips it over. He's like, a young girl on a journey to find he's like this book's fucking trash and he <laughs> chucks it chucks it as far as he can into the crowd man and then, so then later in the show um i think it was like right after he did earthquake which by the way best performance of the night he killed that man i'm so jealous because that's that's the I, if i could just go for any sign that have been a one it, and was, I after that. it was a light show he had fireworks going off during it yeah. he did at the end he broke it down and the whole crowd was just like solo acapella <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, bro. when you sent me that video, y'all wasn't singing a lot singing enough for my liking, bro. I was doing the moment, man. I was dripping tears and shit to that song. Oh, <laughs> but um so after he takes a towel, he starts wiping his sweat off, and girls are like, take your shirt off, and he starts like wiping his chest with it. He looks at the crowd like back and forth, he wipes his nutsack with it. <laughs> Takes the towel, chucks that in the crowd, and people are fighting over this. He's like, look at that. Only in Detroit, people fighting over dick sweat. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, that shit was hilarious. Like, it's just, he put on a great show. And me, the whole concert as general was eh because of the openers and everything. But Tyler was phenomenal. Like, I'd love to see him again. He did, um... Who that boy with ASAP? He took a whole silhouette, like shadow of ASAP Rocky, and put it in like a house. And when they were going back and forth, the lights would turn on in the house, go back oh, to Tyler. Dope. Like, bro, people lost their minds. It was fucking awesome. That's but dope. yeah, I've seen him twice now. And I remember back in the day, he used to be at St. Andrew's Hall. Yeah. And <laughs> him and the Odd Future boys got kicked out before for being a little too rowdy. Like people were throwing chairs and beer on stage, and I pretty much remember like saying he can't come back to Detroit for a while. Next time I see him, he's in Clarkston, Michigan at DTE, sold out. Now he's at LCA, sold out. Like to mm. see the growth in ten years is incredible from that yeah, guy. That's crazy. That's so, awesome, man. Yeah, it was nice to put the uh, put the album last year with the concert. It, it made it even better for me. Thank you for sharing that, man. I, I yeah. was. Oh, I was so jealous when you, when you, when you, I think you sent that video of Earthquake and I'm like, man, I would just be singing my heart out. That is my shit, man. It was beautiful. He did, uh, he did, the only thing I was a little disappointed about, 
he did some of his old tracks. He was like, you guys want to hear some of my old songs? So he did like Yonkers. Yeah. And he only did a couple minutes, like a couple seconds of it. He didn't really, I was kind of disappointed in that. But then he did She with uh, Frank Ocean. Yeah. Eyes wide open. Yeah, that's my shit. <laughs> Never heard it live. And right when it dropped, Golden Rubbles in my Golden Rubbles in these denim pockets. Oh my God. Like the crowd went nuts. So it's kind of dope. Bro, that's awesome, man. Um, so I talked about, and I want to pivot because it sounds like that show was everything but embarrassing. Um, yeah. <laughs> I posed a question on Twitter, and it was name an artist you love during high school or middle school days that Ooh. you know makes you cringe at your current age. I said that I would go first, and I put the game. And Gerard, we'll touch on it a little bit because you've been posting a few things about the game, but. I just said that he goes out of his way to be corny, and it saddens middle school me that loved the documentary like no other. And I actually got a lot of people to comment on this. I had uh, Drew, I'm sorry, a few Eminems. Um, people said he don't still, listen, man. You said what? People don't listen to his new shit. It's <laughs> great. So my boy John Kirkland said Eminem for show still love his first CPO albums, though. Uh, then my guy Fletcher said looks both ways. Um like as if he was hiding and said Charles Hamilton Ooh, uh, then, then, then ran away. Uh, my boy Jamal said that was blasphemy because he still listens to, well, isn't this awkward pink lava lamp and a few other mixtapes. Mm. But he said he went uh, he went after that run, but he was his favorite for a hot little minute. Uh, had another person comment, uh, Lord, Eminem, Papoose, Charles Hamilton, Saigon, <sighs> D12, Joe Budden. And yes, the game. He said all of them are just corny and cringe now. It's bad. This hurts. <laughs> uh, had a few people actually say Kanye as well. Said Kanye because he used to be the number one. But it was more so being cringy as a person and not, you know, the music that people mentioned. Um, had another person say Eminem. Another person say the game. So... I want to ask you guys real mm. quick, just off the top of your dome, who is an artist that you loved? maybe the middle school version of you or high school version of you where now you see them or hear them and it's like, Ooh, this is awkward. I was a really big fan of young jock. Gotta make the quota. I mix it with the soda. I chop the dip and sell it with the razor Motorola. Hold up for I have the loader. Holla to the day exploder. Leave where this joke is thinking with a older. In early <laughs> high school, and <laughs> like, like bought both albums. <laughs> Very excited for his third album, and then what? What show was he on? Loving Hip Hop. Yeah. Yes. Cringe with the coat with the comb over. <laughs> Cringe every time I see him, bro. That's oh, one man. of them. I gotta think of another real. Drew, quick. you could have. Drew, you could have gave me fifty guesses, and I never would have. Yeah, I went hard for Young Jock back in the day. Never, never would have guessed Young Jock. I don't, I don't know. I don't have nobody. Like if it, if you would have asked me this last week, it would have been Kanye. But after watching the documentary, if you was paying attention, he's always been the same person. And and I think that's what you'll learn from the documentary. Like this Kanye is not different from beginning Kanye he just richer that's it he's the same person <laughs> now on one hand I can see that and I still need to watch a documentary but 
I feel like old Jesus walked Kanye wouldn't have said that slavery was a choice and it was as simple as running away. I think yes, he would have. Old Kanye said the Bush statement. Yeah, old Kanye said um, George Bush don't care about black people. He would have. George Bush doesn't care about black people. That was for, that was for, that was for his people though. He didn't. No, but it, it's not about the statement. It's about what. Like we think about Kanye as this, like he's trying to he's trying to say something like to stir up people. Like he feels this way, so he says what he feels. Like so, if in his mind when he thought about like slavery, he was like he felt like it's a choice because he felt like they could have overwhelmed them if they really want to get out of there. Yeah, I feel That's like if his mom, if his mom, if his mom was still around, I feel like Kanye ain't saying that statement. And it's not. I don't. I don't disagree with the wild statements or like shocking people or just saying what's on his mind. I definitely fully agree with that. I just think he was more pro his people and the example of George Bush doesn't care about black people. I think that was more old Kanye versus kind of us seeing him pandering and, I, and voting for himself and all that's that. That's why stuff. I wanted y'all to watch the documentary. I think his mom was more pro Kanye than y'all think. I think some stuff would have been filtered because he would have been bouncing ideas off of her. So it would have like, but it wouldn't have deterred the way he felt about something. She just would have had a conversation with her to like curve the conversation another way or be able to uh, verbalize it differently. See, that's, mom, some, that's sometimes what we need, though. So you yeah. don't go out there and say those foolish statements or you'd be like, you know what? Well, you I know, was tripping, mom. Like, thank you for getting my well, on Donda. On Donda, he's got that skit of her saying, uh, my son, let me come on here. And he said, say whatever I want. And you, I am my my uh, son's mother. Yeah, she just stops. Like, yeah, she'll say whatever she wants to, just like him. Yeah. yeah, no, I fully believe that, and I yeah. will watch the documentary. Gerard just haven't gotten to it yet. The third yeah, one still it. has to come out, right? The third one is out. Okay, I'm gonna watch it now. I was waiting for the third to come yeah. out. It'll just give you a different perspective. So that's why I like before I would have said Kanye, but I mean, I don't know. I don't even want to say Eminem too, because like I don't think he embarrassed me. He just old. Like he's been so quiet though his whole yeah, life. Like he don't do <laughs> nothing crazy. He just. <laughs> Gerard, I know I know you got one, and I think you might have mentioned some people when we said most underrated rappers or people that fell off, but I know you got one rapper that you like in middle school, elementary school, or high school that, that's cringy as hell. Now, you got oh, to have one. Wow, wow. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there we go. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. That's, that's a great answer. That's good. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, no, Bow Wow is cringy as oh boy. Yeah, no. Thank you. I just I just don't like Bow Wow is like, you know, when you a you a child star, you grow up and you always the coolest thing out. And I feel like a lot of times you try too hard to keep up that persona. I was just gonna say, feeling as if he needs to still be the coolest. It's like it's fall back. It's right. Yeah, you don't have to do that. Like does the game still take the cake for you guys, though? Like, number one cornball? I was never a huge fan, so he was always corny to me. So that, like, him being corny now is the same as him being corny before. Like, so. no, he, He's my number one, Drew. He was he was the opposite of corny. He was cool <laughs> cool back in the day. And now it's just, like, between the Nipsey Hustle shit and the Gerard, you posted the thing, or him and Ray J, and he said, Ray J said one thing, and Ray J was like, nah. I was saying we actually need to what like. Was the, yeah, what was that about? About like the unbreakable glasses or something? Was so that like a this viral thing where Ray J is during an interview and he got some glasses that he owns through his uh, what is it? 
Raycor or something, his company, and he mm-hmm. they, he was on the interview saying that they're unbreakable. And the host was like, I think I can break them. He was like, go ahead, try. And then he broke the glasses and Ray J just stared at him. Yeah, like, 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 I've never seen care. that video. <laughs> no, I, we, we'll have to send it to you because it's hilarious. It's so hilarious. after that, that just was... People talked about how his, his confidence was just incredible and he just unwavering and like Gerard said, after the glasses was broke, like you would think a person would be embarrassed to be like, "Oh my god!" He was like, I don't "So, care. like, yeah, like, <laughs> you broke him, congrats." So that was, no, that, that's legendary status right there. And speaking of legendary status, man, did you guys know? Nineteen years ago, Fifty Cent released Twenty One Questions as his second single from Get Rich or Die Trying. So next man, year, twenty years, another I have a concert because I'm up in there. Oh, another example fun. of us getting old, but like fine wine you know we are aging gracefully yeah. do you think he'll tour for a 20 year anniversary I of that so. album i hope he do i doubt it i would say yes but i don't think it would be like a you know hitting every city i think it would be like maybe four or five it's yeah. like big like, cities yeah. like big yeah, big cities because like he don't need that money so i think he might do like a one night thing you know what i'm saying that in new york he might oh, do yeah, that yeah yeah yeah, but that that would be my expectations. Um, so yeah, fellas, let's get into uh, what have we listened to slash watched? You know my aim different. Three same pistol. Don't play, we change This me, I'm the same Um, I can go first because I actually finally completed a homework assignment. I listened to Mace Harlem World. Yes. Uh, Good man. His his uh so a, a few thoughts about that album. Uh there were some features. Uh DMX was featured twice on it. I thought that was pretty dope. Um I would say the album is aged, but it's like aged in a good like in a good way. Like it, it wouldn't for one, I would say Mace needs certain beats for his flow to be appreciated because mm-hmm. the way he raps is just like a it's dope, but I don't think it will fit on every beat. Um, but it's funny because Mace seeing him in 2022 or listening to him in 2022, rather, you see, like, at one point, Mace was like that rapper you pointed to and was like, man, I want to be like him. Like, successful, uh, the clothes, the stuff he talked about. He had a super cool demeanor. Like, you couldn't, like, get him out of, even on Souls of Skits on the, on the uh, <laughs> album, like, him accidentally calling one girl after hanging up with the other, like the girl cussing him out, and he's still just cool. Yo, you know, it's, it's okay. Like, you just couldn't frustrate him or get him out of that pace. So, I got um, a story about that, but I'm going to let you finish. Okay. So, uh, I said it before, I said it again. I missed the interlude slash skits from back in the day on the albums. Like, I, I just, I, I missed those. Uh, Mason Diddy singing on Jealous Guy was funny <laughs> as fuck. Like that just was that was hilarious. Um, I did not like uh Mason's flow on I Need to Be. I thought it was pretty awful. Um, and that's what made me write down the notes of need certain beats to appreciate or really appreciate his flow. But yeah, overall, you know, thought it was solid. Forgot about the song. Uh, what was that one? Niggas Wanna Act might have been. Um, Love You So. It, it was just hits on that album where I was like, damn, dude, like, Mace was man. So, no, I, overall, solid, solid album. Um, the, the album cover makes me crack up, but <laughs> I was listening to the album and, and I finished with this drive and then I'll, I'll give it to you for the story. But 
all I could think about is Cameron told a story on was it Drink Champs and said how like they asked him about him and Mace. He said Mace was always that guy like he would just say stuff for no reason or he had uh Cameron and his crew show up saying he's gonna take him to some event and then they went to two different locations that Mace said he was at and he just wasn't there like he was yeah. fucking with him. So he flaked on him, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so then I was like, man, so Mace flaked on Cameron. Then I thought about how Mace like left Bad Boy and I'm like Dude, I just feel like Mace is this cool guy, but like it's two sides to Mace. Like <laughs> super cool one minute do you need him and he just disappear on you or or give you some bullshit address. So no, between that and listening to the album, I just I, I, I enjoy myself, but just as like, man, I don't know if I could like Mace in real life. Uh but yeah, Gerard, if you could share that story, bro. So one, I met Mace in real life. Cause uh. I grew up I grew up um I grew up, that was my favorite rapper. Before Jay, it was Mace. So, like, then Mace retired. So then I listened, started listening to Jay-Z. But, yeah, I met Mace in real life, and he is a super cool guy. He's exactly how he sounded on this album. Cool, like, real, yeah. So, um, but this was after he retired and became a pastor. So I met him at church. So, like, yeah. So, like, it was. That's yeah. so wild. And you know how, like, they be like, don't, don't ever meet your heroes. Like, I didn't have a bad interaction with him. Like, he was everything i like i wish he still rapped and i would have fanned out but we at church so i just gotta say praise the lord <laughs> anyway uh, <laughs> like how was he um, as a pastor he's a good pastor yeah like yeah so i mean he's a performer so where was he on. preaching at um in detroit it's a church called uh great faith ministries uh. like so he was at there um that's cool but um and he gave i was i was so mad because i had just met him and but he gave one of the uh, associate pastors his Rolex off his arm, bro. And literally just walked away. I was like, bro, if I was the second person, <laughs> he would have gave that to me. Like, but anyway, mm. I'm still mad about that, Mace. But still, um, so you talked about the skits on there when he was talking about. So one of them skits is the reason why him and Dame Dash start beefing because the girl Darion on there was Dame Dash's girlfriend hmm. at the time, and that's a real voicemail. Like where uh, he's like call like she calling him and stuff like that, and he's trying to get with her. That was Dame Dash's girlfriend, which is the reason why Jay Z and Mace had like a little back and forth with each other. It's because Dame Dash didn't mess with Mace. All right, hold on, my man on the line. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, Ariana. Who the fuck is Ariana? What happened to your mother? You know, I just playing Lisa. Oh. Who the fuck is Lisa? Motherfucker, you must have lost your mind. Come on. You know I be saying that shit to get you mad. Oh, you want to be calling names, motherfucker? The real nigga I wanted was Puffy, but he ain't come to the club that night, God, boo. God, I know God, that God. make you real mad. Wow. Mm, see, hey, remember when I was saying everybody brings something to the table? <laughs> we never would have known that story if it wasn't for Gerard, uh-huh. because I'm sitting there listening to Skit. that had no idea that that was Mace's or Dame Dash's girl. Yeah, so like it's two, it's two songs, it's two songs where uh, Jay Z and Mace diss each other. So um, Mace did a verse on it's a one twelve song. Um, so it's not, it's not. I'm no killer, is it? No, it's called Love Me. So the the one twelve song is called Love Me, and Mace diss uh, Jay Z on there, but he didn't say his name. He was just saying like at the time Jay Z was new coming out, and he was talking about um, platinum. You know what I'm saying? At the time, everybody wasn't wearing platinum. So mm. it was like, you talking about platinum this, platinum that, and y'all ain't got no platinum plaques. And like, so he was talking about Jay-Z. So Jay-Z 
end up getting uh, Stevie J, who was producer with the hitman of Bad Boy. And then uh, he dismissed all over that song with mm-hmm. Bad Boy's producer. And and in the beginning, like Jay-Z took a snippet of uh, Stevie J talking in the studio, talking about, yeah, I'm one of a Rockefeller because they got the money. Like, yeah. <laughs> dissing a Bad Boy artist. And then he started dissing uh, him. Um, was Stevie J able to return to Bad Boy after that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Puff, you cussed him out, but, you know. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, there's got to be some repercussions. <laughs> yeah, like, he got cussed out, but, you know, it was, he's still one of the greatest producers. So, like, and that's the thing. I, he ain't, he ain't, we talking about corny people. Stevie J is, like, literally one of the greatest producers in hip-hop history, <laughs> and you see him on Love and Hip Hop. That's worse than Young Jock. You can ask anybody now, and they would never know. They would never know the greatness of Stevie J. Like, <laughs> it's an acceptable answer for corny <laughs> at, at, at ultimate levels for sure. Gerard, what would you say when you met Mace? Did you tell him you loved him? I, no, I think I'll just say what's up, and I ain't really say too much else. Like, because it was like a lot of people. I didn't want to be like a uh, uh, groupie. You know what I'm saying? I, at the time, I was like, when I met him, I think I was 13. So, yeah, I was still, like, in my super cool phase. Like, I didn't want to, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, but he was cool. Like, he was cool. Nice. So, you're dope. saying you didn't pull a Drew when he met Barry Sanders. We loved watching you grow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you can change it now. I ain't even going to say that. You know the truth. Hey, whenever you say the story, we'll go with it today. But no, that's amazing, man. Um, what would you rate it be? Uh, I feel like if I said six point five, that's that's way too low because that's not a good grade. So I probably would say six point five or seven. Um, and how do you feel about the length after finally getting through it? See, that's the thing. Like, I feel like for a CD back in the day, like an hour listen wasn't even like long. But now, mm-hmm. when we've gotten so accustomed to the ten track twenty nine uh song or twenty nine right. minutes or the 45 minutes so i don't know because when i listened to purple haze with cameron i felt like it was easier getting i think that was like an hour 10 15 or 20 or so but like there were just different paces on certain songs or cameron having people that rap faster i feel like with mace being so cool the pace was so chill where it seemed like a longer listen than it really was which again not knocking or anything it just was i did find myself looking like okay how many more but it wasn't a bad album whatsoever. It just, I think it's important to listen to an album like that because Mace did so much as far as being an artist, other people could look at and be like, that's what I want. Whether yeah. it was the fashion, whether it was, um, you know, just success level, whether it was the stuff he talked about, like Mace, you, if you're going to talk about hip hop and you're talking about the early 2000s or the late 90s, like you got to talk about Mace. Like he was, he was one of the, Biggest artist in the game. So it was for sure. So thank um, you, Gerard, for giving me that homework assignment. Cause what was your favorite song on there? That 24 hours to live goes so hard. Yeah, still. That's tough. That's yeah. tough. That's such a great outro too. My favorite song, I think it would have to be, I feel like there's going to be a cop out, but uh, what you want. I actually, I kind of forgot about that song. And then hearing the, the, the feature with total, and just again the flow and being like, damn, dude, like, because mm-hmm. you know about, um, I knew about looking at me because we, I mean, that was one, probably the biggest song on the album. I, like I said, the DMX features, 
Uh, I was surprised to see Eight Ball and MJG um, on a song. Play away. That's a great track. Yeah, Play that away. was that was pretty dope. And then Busta Rhymes being on it too. Uh, so yeah, I probably would go with and it's a cop out, but what you want was a song when it came on. I was like, oh shit, I forgot about this, <laughs> and replayed it like a few times. So nice. But no, overall, um, and Jealous Guy I think was a good one too. And I feel like people don't appreciate the lead singer of One Twelve as they should. I forget his name, but when it comes to vocals, dude, like he was amazing. Like yeah. I, whenever he sings, I'm like, damn, this dude is really talented. <laughs> so, uh, also forgot that song that he had. Let me see. Uh, so fly, so fly. Come on, talk to me, Drug. <laughs> Feel like I'm taking off from so high, so fly. Feel like I'm taking off from so high, so high, so high. Come on, man. Hey, Drew, you gonna have to put that song in there because that was I'm, my. I'm gonna mash it up together for you. Matter of fact, <laughs> Young Jock is on their feature. Yeah, he is. He is. Did you? Did you? When you listen to it, when you listen to it, where did you see the um, influence he had over some of the rappers of not even today, but you know the last generation? Uh, like, can you hear? Can you hear Fab? Can you hear? So it's funny you uh, say yeah, that because yeah. when I listened to the album, it thought about when we had that talk about Diddy's son, and yeah. you said he reminded you of Mace. I can kind of see it just based on the tempo, um, like his no rush rap style, like the super cool, chill, yeah. relaxed. Um, as far as present day artists, I have to say one thing or one person that it stood out was I can see why him and Cameron kind of initially linked up because Cameron. In a lot of ways, you can see some traits of Mace when it comes to the too cool, you know, and I know you guys say he kind of changed the way that he rapped a little bit, but like you can't rush Cameron's flow. Like when Cameron raps, it's going to be that, damn, this dude is cool type of thing. Um, in a way, I could say like a guy like Wiz Khalifa, again, when it goes to the cool, uh, can't rush, like tempo, like Wiz Khalifa raps the way that he raps, like. I would say those are two people that stood or three since I named Diddy's son too. Um trying to think of if, if there's anyone else. Those probably would be the three that come to come to mind initially. Okay. Um but yeah, man, uh that that was a good homework assignment. So thank you. We won't give know. you any more for a few weeks. Thank you for listening. <laughs> oh yeah. no, you you guys definitely will. You probably give me another one before this episode's over. Um, <laughs> And speaking of durations of projects, I did get a chance to go and listen to Where She Creep. Um, shout out to Kyle again. Wanted to show nice. him some love again. Uh, that Garnett song, man, that's the one. That's Fire. the one, yeah. bro. No, that shit was that. That was that was the one. Um, but yeah, you guys want to want me to go through everything I listened to, or yeah, um, go ahead. Okay, uh, Gucci man, publicity stunt. Uh, my dog Gucci took it back to the old Gucci days, and it. Listening to this song motivated me to go back and listen to what kind of king when he had to diss for T.I. I'm like, man, this mm-hmm. is the Gucci that we talk about middle school, high school version of ourselves. Like, this the one. So uh, I just found it interesting that I think Gucci released a diss track. Uh, Boozy released a diss track. Like, uh, and one thing about Gucci is he ends the song with saying, I thought you felt like Gucci back in 05. 06, um, yeah. 06, sorry. Yeah, you know, and I was thinking, I saw somebody comment and said, man, Gucci got young boys some more streams. And I was like, how would how would they say that? Then I thought, 
I didn't recognize that lyric, and it almost made me go and try to listen or find NBA Youngboy's song where he said that line, right? But then I'm like, then I am just doing that, supporting NBA Youngboy, so I didn't go listen to it. But I can't imagine the amount of people that may not have been familiar with that and went and looked for his song, so... We wouldn't. So you you hear Gucci, that's our generation. So we mm. wouldn't know what he was talking about. So you put the lyric in, like, what is he referring to? And it goes back to the young boy song. So that's how like it would. Mm. But just think, like, if you're NBA young boy, like, how how has this diss track not produced what you've wanted? You've gotten responses from Gucci, you've gotten responses from Boozy. You right. got people, like you said, from our generation going and looking up certain lyrics and having to listen to NBA Youngboy songs. Right. Uh, you got 21 Savage saying he's staying away because he, you know, trying to do everything he can to not promote violence. Uh, him and Lil Dirt, they've taken it to another level where uh, subliminal shots were sent at one time. But now you got NBA Youngboy straight up calling out uh, Dirk's girlfriend, yeah. uh, saying they they smoking on OPACs like. I like we did last week. If you haven't listened to it, listen to our episode, keep it on wax, because that's that's all I want from this entire thing is for nobody to get seriously harmed. But I don't know, man. You include people like Gucci in the song. Gucci ain't known for playing. He known for being about that action. So <laughs> ain't nothing gonna happen. Young boys on house arrest. You can't do nothing. He's well, in Montana. Like he can't even <laughs> stay in Louisiana. Like so he's in Montana. Nothing's gonna happen. It's gonna be all internet shit. So it's nothing we gotta worry about right now. Like so yeah. Young boy is on probation. He's trying not to go to jail. So, like, all of this shit is, <laughs> is entertainment right now. So, we don't have nothing to worry with. If young boy was outside, that'd be different. He not. So, <laughs> well, I'm happy to hear that because don't need that right now in hip hop. Uh, but yeah, no, I thought that song was really good. Um, I, I, it, you sometimes forget how like fast Gucci used to put out music, how like mm-hmm. fast he used to put out projects. There was weeks where he would drop two projects in one week. So um no, it just took I mean, me back a little bit. Even um, last year though, he still put out like two or three projects. Like yeah. crazy. Dude's a workhorse. And by the way, you guys still need to listen to Ice Daddy because that was the album that that thoroughly surprised me. I've um, heard it's good. It's really good. So as far as new music and stuff, that's really uh those three projects were the ones that I listened to. Um, I have more when we discuss our other topic, but yeah. What have you guys listened to this week? That King uh, Von, Gerard. Yeah, I listened to the new King Von album, um, which is it's, it's solid. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I I just listened to Posthumous albums just to hear what the, the, the person was working on before they died, but... Right. When when other people get involved and then like it end, it ends up being feature heavy, so like it's like a a bunch of features and stuff like that. But you know it's some it's some solid stuff on there. I told you it's the song um before like a couple months ago. I told y'all about the song or I sent y'all like some lyrics from the song with the um Twenty One Savage song. Mm-hmm. That shit hard. Um, he got Money Bag Y'all on there. That's cool. He got a, a drill record with Fabio, which is cool too. Fire. Um, yeah. My favorite female rapper, I don't know if y'all heard of her. Her name is Dreezy. She got a record on there where it hurts. Like, a lot of the songs with features are are good because they sound the most complete. The songs with just Youngboy and stuff like that, you can. it sounds incomplete. Like, it sounds like, you know, it needed more work or he was still thinking of a third verse or something like that for it. Like, but at the end of the day, it was, it was kind of long, but it was still solid. My only critique, 
because I, I haven't really listened to him or a full project like that from him. Um, it just seemed like every single track with features too, one verse from him, one verse from someone yeah. else, done, two minutes. Done. Yeah. You know? It's just like rinse and repeat. Like his flow got very repetitive to me. He didn't really, it's like that hard, aggressive style. And I get it. I mean, if that's, if that's what you are, but like, it just lost me. He's like, there's not much creativity in this. Yeah. You know? like, and that's why I like, that's why I say it's solid. Cause like when you listen to, when you listen to him, it, he has show like that, especially this album, he has promise. Cause he's a great storyteller. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you can like got find that from this album, but Vaughn is a great storyteller. And like he got melodies and stuff, and he switches his flow. I don't think this album showcased that, like, because right. every, every song is a lot like similar, like you said. And then you'll get four tracks down, and then the flow will switch up. And it's like that's different from who Vaughn was as a rapper, like when he was alive. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, like it's it's cool. Um, Those also after death are tough. Yeah, yeah, but. That they got to make money. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, when you talk about storytelling, all I can think of is uh, the took her to the O. Like, yeah, took it to the O, and he got another uh, storytelling song that was tough. Like, was yeah. it Twin Them? Twin Them. Um, hold on, I was just listening to it the other day. <laughs> uh, then you got Still Trapping too with Dirt. Um, but no, man, like on took her to the O, like you legit. I think that's why that song became so popular is because. You feel like you with King Von on this journey as he's telling these stories, bro. Like it's so detailed. It's is amazing. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna have to I, not only this project, but I feel like I need to go back and listen to some of his old projects. Um, That's how I feel too. After Gerard said he's like, this shouldn't be the first one you hear from him. Like, yeah, full length. I was like, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Um, what else I listened to? I listened to um, Pusha T got a new single out, mm-hmm. um, which is tough. He said, um. He played the song for real because it samples um, and interpolates a Jay Z song from uh, when Jay Z did the song Freemasons with uh, Rick Ross. So like um, he said, if y'all fear, if y'all fear me, just say y'all fear me. Fuck all them fairy tales, and he used mm-hmm. that in his hook. <laughs> so um, so he said he played it for Pharrell, and Pharrell was like, you know, I don't want you to be a mixtape rapper forever. So like he told Pusha T to come to Miami, and that's when he did half of his album. Like damn. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that I, was tough. I'm excited for that push of T album. I just I didn't listen to it yet. I heard a snippet of that song, but I don't want to ruin the album at this point. If he just if he releases like two more singles after this, you know? Yeah. Um Yeah, what else have you guys listened to? That's it really. That's all I listened to. The only other thing I heard was the uh Rizza and DJ Scratch EP. It's called oh, Saturday it? or God, what's the name of it? Saturday afternoon Kung Fu Theater. It's only seven tracks long, thirty-four minutes. But thirty, goddamn! I was about to say thirty-four <laughs> tracks is a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's okay. It's nothing okay. crazy. You don't have to go out to listen to it. RZA's got that thick New York accent flowing yeah. all through it. And at one time, Mariah, when I was playing it, she's like, "Is he uh, specially <laughs> mentally challenged?" I was like, 
that's just that that's just that rough new york accent there's listen i'm not gonna lie so i went back and listened to this one song where she said that and he sounds rough on it you stopping for a car and lab? I got numerous. You thought you could deflect my finger jab? That was humorous. Consuming poison, dead meat. Like, that is it sounds bad at some point, but it's just okay. It's like a normal woo project, pretty much. Okay. Well, I won't be going out of my way to listen. <laughs> You're to that okay. You, you can skip this one. Shout out to Mariah, man, because that made me laugh. Actually, genuinely. <laughs> um, Hilarious. So I haven't watched any, or I haven't listened to anything else, but I have watched uh, some other things. And one, Gerard, was Fresh Prince that we mentioned. Um, Bel Air. You, yeah. you, you talked about uh, his mannerisms when he did the handshake. I think it was the first episode with the uncle's friends. Yeah. He, he brought it in, did the Will Smith extra, you know. <laughs> I was like, man, I can see why he was selected to be Will. Um, and the music is greater. I talked about Freeway, but the the part of when Freeway comes on the song I just mentioned, uh, and then Freeway actually is the bat or the basketball coach yep. uh, for for Will. So I like how they tied him in musically, but also gave him a guest spot. I thought that was dope. So like I said, that was good. Um, and then the modern song. So you had I had I heard Anderson Pock, you got Thundercat on there. Um just a few thoughts from the show without spoiling it. I legitimately hate Carlton. Um <laughs> yes. and Hillary is fine. 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 Oh my mother's <laughs> like <laughs> Hillary is <laughs> fine, bro. But yeah, man, I actually really enjoy the show way more than I thought I would, even with it having a more serious approach. It tackles serious issues, but not in like an annoying way. And then, yeah, it just feels like they did a good job casting. It's weird to see Uncle Phil fit and like what women are on social media calling super attractive. Because um, Uncle Phil was like a big like James Avery, right? So you got this life size, like intimidating. Uh, used to get a lot of fat jokes. Uh, you don't have any Uncle Phil fat jokes in this right. uh, reboot. So that's a little different. Um but yeah, I, I I recommend people to watch it because I, I think it's actually pretty good. The camera work is good, the music is good, storyline is good. Um, no complaints really. I just you know look forward to seeing how the show continues to tell certain stories. But do they, they do an episode a week or is it all out right it's, now? Right, episode a week. It's episode a week. It's okay. episode six out now. But the first three came out the first day, which is the Super day after Bowl. the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's right. And then it's been three weeks. But Jeffrey yeah. is a cold blooded killer and get bitches. So you know I forgot to drive because that's so I've weird. Been to watching hear. the show and it's like um I've been watching it with my sister and she's like uh Jeffrey, he's not a butler. Like, what is his job? I'm like, Jeffrey is the muscle. <laughs> Jeffrey knows what vehicles people drive. Whenever Uncle Phil roll up on somebody doing something wrong, Jeffrey be right there. He is cool, calm, and collected like a stone cold killer. I'm telling you, Jeffrey is the muscle. I can't spoil nothing, but just know Jeffrey is the muscle and he pulled a hose. Like, it's handled, is okay? Smooth. I'm gonna start saying that it's handled. Like, cool <laughs> as can be. You can't get him mad. He find the kids doing something wrong. He handled it cool. Like, now nah, Jeffrey need more time in the show because he, he, he that dude. Um, but yeah, Drew, definitely check it out. It's on Peacock. I know you mentioned oh, well. that. Um, yeah. yeah, I have nothing bad to say about the show. Nice. 
I told y'all. Oh yeah, and the um the music producer is Terrace Martin and Robert Glasper. So Oh nice. Damn. But yeah, that's the biggest show that I wanted to watch. What have you guys watched this week? Shit. Nothing. Watch. <laughs> I, I just nothing at all. Just still binging King of the Hill for my fourth time, and mm. yeah, <laughs> it was weird this week not having Abbott Elementary School. Right, I need man. these next two weeks to go. The goddamn State of the Union. They could have sent I that hate, in an email. That's why I hate <laughs> shows like that. I want the whole season out, or I want you know, I want. I just want the whole season, man. But yeah, bro. I mean. Any new shows out there that any of our listeners have, have been watching, um, feel free to let us know because mm-hmm. tis the season. Um, but yeah, I'm going to get into our last topic. Uh, the article was released this week, but the highest paid hip hop acts of 2021 was released. So hmm. as I know we discussed it a little bit, um, can pull up the list. But yeah, I, I guess the biggest thing I wanted to ask is what was your biggest takeaways or what was your biggest surprises? Um on the list and i want to just start with i know they have drake at number four with 50 million dollars somebody posted that on social media drake uh posted one laughing emoji the consensus is between two things he's not sure if he's just laughing you know enjoying his day or if he's laughing because this information is incorrect Hmm. i have to say after seeing the interview with chad ochocinco where they reported that his net worth was Five million, I believe, and Chad Ochocinco gives his phone to the interview. Oh yeah, he said, "What the bank account say?" Right? <laughs> asked him, "What's the bank account look like?" And feel free to say it out loud. Chad Ochocinco had fifteen million dollars actually in his bank account, sitting in the bank account, just sitting. in his checking account, and he like, said, so, where, "So he asked, where does this number come from?' Basically, or what makes them assume that I have five million dollars?' And it's not even like a arrogant, like, "Oh, I right. need to prove that." It's like. These figures aren't always accurate. So between that and seeing Drake at $50 million, I feel like that's kind of low. But you don't know. These guys have ways to have stuff not reported, I'm sure. Or, you know, maybe not have their names, you know, associated and stuff, but have access to the income. But that's what I was going to say. This is this is reported. So this is the stuff that 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 they were able to scrape up and find like it's i'm pretty sure a lot of these people got money that you don't know where they got it at so yeah we've all seen ozarks we know how to wash money (laughs) oh absolutely so that was one of my biggest takeaways and the only other one was shout out to doja cat man we've mentioned her on the show a few times um the only woman that i've seen on the list uh, at number 10 tied with two others but 25 million dollars to rank that to rake that in um, and then also, Drew, you posted the concert that she'll be doing uh, with The weekend. So mm-hmm. um, I just wanted to give her some praise because, again, whether it's TikTok, uh, Grammy nominations, like her name, you just you can't go without seeing it. So I'm just she blew super up happy. For sure. Yeah, no, that was that was probably my biggest takeaway yeah. from the list. Yeah, shout out to Doja Cat and also two people. Shout out to Wiz Khalifa. Because yeah. I want to um, uh, imagine he's still making that much money in 2022. And also, shout out to Tech 9 Because after 20 years and only being independent, never had a major record a day in his life, he's still making 20, $25 million like independently living in Kansas City. That's you can go ahead cool. and plug our old episode if you yeah, want. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> dope. Like, so shout out to both of them. If, if, you my, not, my, if you have not, sorry, Drew, if you have you not listened to the episode, we actually have an episode where Drew and Gerard dive deep, pause, into Tech9 and his income, uh, <laughs> how he generates the money, 
how he is a tank when it comes to uh, making sure that his artists get their money, owning his publishing. So, again, if you haven't listened to that, go back and check that one out. Two things. One, it is episode 50, and I will share what I shared in the chat last night. Every time B says pause, it just it's just well plays perfect timing. So... <laughs> It gets me every time, man. You're a, you're. A, it's like when Michael Scott says that's what she said or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two, the fact that Birdman is still on that list, just the 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 way he makes money, I just don't get. Like, nigga, when my name come up, respect it. Let's go. Stop playing with my fucking name. Where are the like who? Where is he performing? Who's I, seeing these Birdman concerts? I get it because Birdman is like. The, he makes money. He finds ways to make money. He's a genius. Birdman is like the evil villain in the first Space Jam where he had Michael Jordan on a slave contract if he would have lost. <laughs> um, between Drake, Nicki Minaj, Tyga, who's never seen uh, 25% of his probably income level that he should have. Um, Birdman is excellent at you know making sure that he's associated to these very talented artists, whether it's Nicki Minaj, whether it's Drake, Tyga um blue blue what is it blue face baby like all these yeah. artists that's making these huge records all over like birdman make sure that he gets not just a piece of the pie but probably right. majority of said pie yeah. so yep. hey shout out to birdman the other one i i i get why he's on it because he fucking works his ass off as dj khaled i think mm-hmm. he was like what number uh when b comes back i'll say let him read the list in order or if you have it I got it. Yeah, read read it from one to what's it like? There's like three number tens, isn't there? Yeah. So <laughs> at number ten, we got a three way tie between Birdman, Doja Cat, and Tech Nine. At number um at twenty five million. At number nine, we have J Cole at twenty seven million. Number eight, we have Eminem at twenty eight million. At number seven, we got DJ Khaled at thirty five million. Yep. At number six, we got Travis Scott at thirty eight million. At number five, we have Wiz Khalifa at forty five million. Number four, Drake at fifty million. Number three, Diddy at seventy-five million. Number two, Kanye at two hundred and fifty million. And number one, Jay Z at four hundred and seventy million. That's crazy. Yeah, I I get why DJ Khaled's on there for sure, but like number seven to be in the top ten is remarkable for him. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you guys: um, Is there anybody that you expected to see on this list that you didn't see and were surprised not to see their name? Dr. Dre. Mm. I was gonna say Dr. Dre. Um, surprised I didn't see Fifty Cent. I was gonna say Snoop because I feel like he still tours every year. Yeah, I mean Snoop in the last year. Um, I mean we said he got that that uh position yeah. with what was it? Death Row. Death Row. Yeah. He got Death Row. Well, that, so next year he might be on there with the Death Row because he he said he just got um the masters to Dr. Dre the Chronic. So oh I, I'm, he's going to sell it back to Dre. But I'm just saying yeah. like. He got that on his hands, so. But also that position he took was it with Def Jam, where he was yeah. like the, I guess, uh, executive at one point. So no, he's and he's really big on the NFTs. He's really big on uh, cryptocurrency. So yeah, no, I, I I'm surprised not to see his name too. Um, you know who I'm shocked about that may not be on there in ten years is Travis Scott. I think he'll be all right. He'll be you never right. know. You say he won't. You say he won't be on there in ten years because of this concert shit. You never know yeah. what's gonna happen. You know he'll be he'll be fine. Travis has his hands in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be uh actually Kanye say he's gonna bring him out. I think in in, in was it Coachella? Coachella, uh, yeah. Because he 
Travis Scott was originally supposed to perform at Coachella before the award or before his concert mishap and was removed, but now he's going to be a part of that. But like Gerard said, I mean, he's had deals with uh, McDonald's, like right. Travis, with which, Jordan. Yeah, I feel like, you know, some companies may, like you said, hesitate to do that moving forward, Drew. But, I mean. Like I'm just curious where his placement will be, you know. I mean, it could be, fuck, number top three or something, you know. I mean, his, like he said in the song, his baby mom. Baby mama's worth a billy, so yeah. I mean, he, 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 if things go right, he should not have to be hurting for money at any point. So, that's so true. Yeah. but no, that's that's a good point, Drew, because like you said, there is backlash when it comes to this concert. He's kind of laid low, really, to, to be honest, since that yeah, happened. So, um, but you never know when it comes to producing or making good music. People tend to forget certain things. So yeah, I mean, see, he his next album, if it's a smash, I feel like it's all go away. Exactly. He'll have another uh, Travis or was it Astro World? Do you yeah. think they'll do another Astro World next year? The festival? Uh, the, yeah. Do you think they'll try no, and redeem no, it, or do you think that's no, done for that's done. for good? I that's think good. if he if, if he comes back to the concert world, I think it'll be like maybe a, a shared with certain person. Like, I don't think he'll headline something, but just to like get back into good graces or like if he does have a concert, I think it'll be at a smaller venue and then maybe build from there. But no, I don't think. And I think it'll be even more like secu- maybe not security, but like watching the crowd or like really making sure nobody gets hurt. Cause that's going to be a huge emphasis moving forward, man. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But yeah, uh, anything else, you know, fellas, you want to discuss about the list or musically before we wrap up for the week? Well, looks like a good time to wrap. And Michigan is going to be 59 today and 60 tomorrow, which is a heat wave. (laughs) As a motherfucker. So for anybody, you know, in, in Michigan, in the city, you know, barbecuing please feel free to invite me uh let me know i will pull up um but yeah i hope everybody gets the chance to enjoy the weekend enjoy the weather um and guys make sure you engage with us on social media let us know some stuff you want to see us get into in 2022 um but as mentioned throughout the show we appreciate you guys please be sure to go back and check out some of our old episodes if you haven't Leave us comments on social media. Leave us comments or leave us reviews within Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever. But, again, we appreciate all the love and support, man. We could not be doing this without y'all each -hmm. and every week. We got some nice interviews coming up for everybody. Yes, sir. We definitely do. So, until the next time, this has been another episode of Two Hip Hop Senseis and a Casual, man. Y'all be easy. One. Take care. Two senseis in a casual.